Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. And Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lisa show. I think Lisa's getting a little tired, everybody. <laughs> She's had a long day of work. She did over 2,000 steps on the stair climber. But she didn't do any work on the row machine. I didn't, no. A real disappointment. Well, I had to be here and I was late anyway, so. Right, but did you You did get to pick up Jesus and bring him down to the yeah. retreat center, so that's cool. Yeah. So we are continuing on with the Mass Retreat Part 5. Introductory rights. Yes, we're on Part 5 and we're only two introductory <laughs> rights. Sorry, right. people, this, this might go on for a while, <laughs> but it's good information. So before we get started, Lisa, I want to remind you, if you have not subscribed to our podcast, to please subscribe to it, tell your friends, mm -hmm. and then uh, set it for automatic downloads. Yeah. We are making progress. If Lisa or I see you, we will grab your phone <clears throat> and help you with it to get this done, subscribed, and downloaded automatically. Yes. So we are getting into the introductory rights uh, for the Mass, Lisa. Yes. But before we did that, we started talking about, number one, the importance of going to Mass every Sunday. Right. Right. And not ever missing Mass. Right. Okay. Unless like you are like sick or something. Right. Or like there's a blizzard. Right. But like vacation. Not a legit. Not a good reason. <laughs> uh, camping. Yeah. No. Not a good reason. Um, we, you know, we really have to begin to train ourselves to recognize there's nothing more important in our lives than going and praising and worshiping God and yeah. receiving Him. Right. So Lisa... Shared a story, right, as we began this segment on the retreat. And she's going to share that story with you impromptu right now. So um, one year, my family and I went to Jamaica. And beforehand, I looked up on masstimes.org where the closest church was because we were going to be gone over a weekend. And I saw that it was by the airport, which was 90 minutes away from the... Um, resort. resort. Yeah. So um, I was talking to you about it. Yes. And um, you're like, oh, well, you need to go um, get a um, dispensation. dispensation from a priest. What so, she really needed to do was schedule and plan better. <laughs> True. But so I went to um, a reconciliation and I told the priest. It wasn't the priest I was expecting and I was so disappointed. <laughs> it was um, a priest that I hadn't um, been in reconciliation with and I told him that um the uh near i was going to jamaica and that um you know jamaica's kind of a not a safe country and the nearest church was 90 minutes away so i wasn't gonna be able to go to mass can i get a dispensation and he was just like no you need to plan your vacations around mass not um miss mass because of that and that um, the mass is the most important thing in the world, so you uh, need to schedule better. Oh, I love this priest. I don't know who it was, Lisa, but I think it's great. I was so upset after he told me that. I'm like, ah. Oh. So, so now, Lisa, mm -hmm. masstimes.org can be wrong. Oh yes, they are so wrong because. So, Lisa, tell got, us what you discovered. Yes, because when I got back from that trip, I just googled churches. Catholic churches in the Grill, Jamaica, and there was one like a mile from the resort. Did you hear that, people? <laughs> Don't trust masstimes.org. Well, it's not just that. It's, <laughs> it's the fact that if you really want to go to Mass, right? Yeah. You will find a way. I should have Googled before. <laughs> yes. To, yeah. to see if there's any possibilities and or. Gone like a travel. Sunday to a Saturday Sunday. so I could go to the Vigil Mass on Saturday and right. we got that comfortable on Sunday. Exactly. Yeah. That's so, what the plan is this year. That's good. So we may, so like, um, I went to Europe one time, Lisa, yeah. 
and I was, uh, we, our, our plane was late. And so we didn't make it to mass and I come back home and I go to confession and I tell father what happened. And he looked at me and he says, you need to learn how to plan better. Mm. Why in the world would you travel on a Sunday? Uh, and, or, you know, it was like a Saturday night into a yeah. Sunday. And, and he was absolutely right. Yeah. I was convicted in my heart like yeah. you yeah. that, uh, I wasn't making God my number one priority. Right. And I think it's just, we all have to kind of check ourselves at the door, right? Yeah. And realize when we are trying to rationalize our way out of going to see the creator mm -hmm. and to praise and worship him. Yeah. So we followed on with that great story, right? Yeah. And so now I know that Lisa will always go to mass when she goes to Jamaica. Yep. We started talking about 10 reasons why we go to mass. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have a quote from... Uh, Cardinal Schneider's uh, book, Corpus Christi, Holy Communion and the Renewal of the Church. And he said, and I think this kind of gets to what we've been talking about, okay. Lisa. When we recognize and really believe in what each Holy Mass is, then every detail of the rite of the Holy Mass, every word, every gesture are important, mm -hmm. are deeply meaningful and spiritual. Even from the moment we enter a church to participate in the Holy Mass, we have to try to lift up our minds and hearts to Golgotha and to the heavenly liturgy. Notice this that even when we enter into the church, mm -hmm. it didn't say mass started, right? Right. Even when we get in the car right. to drive to church. Right. right? We should like quiet ourselves. Yeah. Shut the radio prepare. off. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Because how many times you go into a church and people are just chatting? Exactly. Uh, yeah. That's Which, the... I mean, that's great to do, but not... Uh, when mass, not before mass, when yeah. people are trying to pray and have some quiet time. Right. And we do have people at our church that they're in there, they're praying. Yeah. 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 And I will say hi to people or wave to them or give them a hug or something like that. But I usually try to keep it very brief, but I do try to engage people. I must confess sometimes inside the church. Well, like uh, St. Joseph's has like, a church and then it has like a little common space. Right. Well, I'll do it while they're in the church because sometimes okay. that's the first time I'm, because okay. I'm walking in and out yeah. preparing okay. stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I respect uh, the dignity of the space um, and, and the fact that people are, are preparing. Yeah. But I also want to make sure they know that I care about them mm -hmm. and that I'm glad to see them because yeah. I am. Yeah. So where we went from here, Lisa, is you sort of, uh, this is all about Lisa today, y'all, in <sighs> case you couldn't tell. Um, She's gonna. She started to share how she used to prepare for mass, right? Versus how she prepares for mass now. So, Lisa, you want to kind of take us sure. through that? Well, I just woke up and rolled out of bed and went to church. And then when I got there, I was at a parish where it um, the there was prayers um, on the back of the missal. So I'd read those and notice I didn't say pray. I would just read them yep. and. Um, when mass started, it would be distracting. So, like my mind would just be wandering because I didn't really understand what was going on. And then when it was time for the readings, we had the readings in our missiles. So I would just read along with the lecture um, and then the priest uh, for the gospel. And um, what, I, about, what about when you went to go receive the Eucharist? Yeah, so um, there was one year where the priest was like, okay, you have to bow before you receive communion. And my, I was like, what? why do I have to bow before the priest? That doesn't make any sense. So like, I would just do like a little head nod because I didn't understand why I had to, I was 
you know, instructed to do that. So she still does little head nods, just not in front of Jesus. Oh, Jesus gets sister. Jesus gets the full genuflection the, or the bow or, or the or the profound bow. Yeah, yeah that's a sign of uh, respect, right? Yeah. And reverence. Yeah, and, I mean, and, like you're back before the King of the Universe, like. Oh, and I, I I think we'll get to this later in this uh, multi-pronged series. Yeah. But I mean, even coming up to receive the Lord is a moment of adoration, right? Yeah. Um, because we are about to receive the the King of the Universe um, into our very bodies. Yeah. So I think that's very. And here, here's here's what I heard out of everything you just said. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have a solid relationship with Jesus. Right. Yeah. It was um, like a routine. It's a routine, and we've yeah. all been there. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and it's easy to go back to that place. That's why we need the Mass. Right. So what about now, most holy? <sighs> So I have to tell you a quick side note. Oh, no. So I'm a turtle and Lisa's a hare because we have this competition while we're getting prepared for the uh, Camino. We're, we're getting in shape. And so we, we check each other's numbers as we go throughout the week. But she is the holy hare, H-A-R-E. Okay. I'm the terrible turtle, but she terrible is turtle. the holy hare. So holy hare, tell us yeah. now how you uh, prepare for mass and what you do. Well, I read the readings beforehand. And then I'll read some reflections like Bishop Barron. Um, and afterwards, I will also... Oh, and then when the word is being proclaimed, then I'll just usually close my eyes and um, uh, kind of listen and try to hear something maybe I hadn't heard before. Maybe uh, God speaking to me in a new way. And then um, afterwards, I listen to a bunch of different homilies um, and you can listen to Deacon Dave's homilies on this uh, channel, this yeah. podcast channel. So, so what what I'm hearing you say, Lisa, is there's a lot more preparation time. Yeah, and even afterwards too. Yeah, and reflection yeah. time afterwards yeah. to kind of digest. Yeah. I mean, so it's this is not a one hour event. No, right? Yeah, this should be a life changing. Yeah. Um, allow God to meet you where you are. Yeah. Encounter. Yeah. It's spending an time with him. Yeah. Right. It's not just, okay, well, I've got, I've got mass from 11 to 12. That's yeah. on my schedule for today. It. Right. It's an encounter with the living God, both yeah. in his word and in his body. Yeah. It's great stuff. I love, I love what you did. So Lisa um, went through all of these, the kind of the before and the after. And then I thought we were going to, we must have obviously not, these must be, oh, how do I used to prepare for mass? No, we were Versus supposed to. Uh, the 10 ways to prepare for yeah, mass. What are the top 10 um, ways? So I didn't think we had it listed here. It doesn't look yeah. Like. Read the readings ahead of time. Oh, that's what these are. Yeah. I'm not very smart. I thought I was, I thought we were on to something else. So yeah. So read the readings ahead of time. Uh-huh. And and Lisa has written here in the documents, our big competitor, Father Mike Schmitz, <laughs> right? Uh, he recommends that we start the mass readings on Monday for the following Sunday. Yeah. I'm not that good. No, but you know, I think, I think most people don't even, they hear them for the first time in church. Right. 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 And, and then, and so you're not really familiar with them. You haven't, and it doesn't take that long to read the readings. No. So, or, or to listen to them. Right. I mean, you can go onto the USCCB website. And listen to them. And listen to them. Yeah. And that's what I sign up for their email. So every yeah. morning I get their email with the readings for the day. Exactly. So, so it really and there's homilies too that you or reflections, not necessarily homilies, but reflections right. and readings too. So another thing we should do is we should do a proper examination of conscience. Right, because during the penitential act, we don't normally get very much, much time, time no. to think of all the sins that we've uh, committed. Um, 
you know, over the last time we, since the last time we were at Mass. So. At least I really don't need that many because I don't send that much. So not. No. But we should, we should, you're right, yeah. go through those. Yeah, and... because when we bring them to mind, then uh, if they're venial, they're forgiven at that time. But if we are just like listening to what the priest says and then, um, you know, you when you go into um, Lord have mercy, right. you know, if we're just not even bring any sins to mind, then they're not going to get forgiven. Exactly. So you're kind of missing an opportunity there to, to, to be forgiven of your yeah. sins. And th this is important because our disposition in mass, right. Um, is affected by, you know, our willingness to allow God's grace to come into those areas where we've fallen short, short, mm -hmm. you know, during, during right. the week. So right. fa father John Hampson, his book, the healing power of the Eucharist, he recommends an examination of conscience to determine if we have a habitual personalized relationship with Jesus. That's pretty interesting. He says, a far greater power will be released when we receive him in, in the person of the Eucharist. Mm -hmm. The potential power present in the sacrament will be actualized. We will become more aware of his presence and his power within us. Yeah, I think that's very true. Yeah, I mean, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm coming to receive the Lord, but I need to get right with him. Because, you know, it says right in the scriptures that um, if you're not right with someone, you know, before you receive the Lord, go back, get right with them, yeah. and then come receive. So... So it's not only getting right with the Lord, right? It's it's because, you know, this act of contrition is, you know, I've sinned against, you know, forgive me for my sins that I can't even remember what it is right now. Uh, are you talking about the confidier? Yeah, which we'll get to. Oh, but... um, my, uh, and what I've done and what I've said and what I've failed to do. Right, you know, and it's. In my thoughts. To my both. words and what I've failed to do. Yeah. For both God and to the community, right? Yeah, because it's uh, brothers, and we talk about brothers, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me, so. Right, so there's a there's a communal part to that, okay? So oh, did I tell you? Uh, I don't know if I've ever told you this. So uh, one, you know, when I'm sacristan, I sit in the back, and there was one um, day at mass, like when um, I confessed to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters. Like this lady, she like opened up her arms when they said when we said I knew my brothers and sisters, and went like um, rotated herself, like opening herself that's up nice. to the community. I was like, oh yeah, I like that. That's very good. I think so. The other part of this too is for us to give ourselves uh, number three on our top ten list. Uh, silence, reflection, and adoration time. Okay, that, that we have to um, get into the chapel, right? Mm -hmm. To the sanctuary, the church area, and give ourselves some time to be some quiet. Quiet time, yes. Right, to prepare our hearts and our minds for Mass so that we can um, receive Him, uh, reflect on His Word, mm -hmm. and, and bring Him into our very selves. And what about fasting, Lisa? That's number four on our list. Right, because we're not only fasting from food, but because uh, that creates hunger, physical hunger, but we're also hungering for receiving Jesus. Right. And how many of you are hungering for receiving Jesus when you go to church? Well, I would hope everybody. I would but hope everybody not. is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're rushing in there and you're yeah. kind of going through the motions yeah. and checking a box, then maybe not. So, Lisa, I'm going to say that these were not the top 10 things that we just did. I think we were. it was interactive now that I'm thinking of I it. I think it was. So <laughs> we totally blew that, but that's okay because these things that we just this listed preparing for mass. are still preparing for Mass. So, I mean, what are some of the obstacles to actually being engaged at the Mass, Lisa? Distracted thoughts. So your mind is wandering. Right. Maybe, maybe getting upset by... The fact that a, a kid is running around or right. making noise or dropping right. Cheerios on the floor right. or the person in front of you is their head is so big you can't see past them Aww. because they're like six, eight. Uh -huh. you know? 
um, so you don't feel like you can see. I mean, there is so many things. But sometimes, have, right? like God allows us to notice certain situations so that we can learn something from it. Right, right. I mean, people watching. Sometimes we can get a little too carried away. Well, with yeah, we don't want necessarily stuff. people watch. We want but... to be attentive to what other people, yeah. you know, who they might have a need, right? Right, exactly. But if if we're watching, it's easy to get distracted by what other people are doing. Yeah, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. How about your mind just wondering? You talked about that. Yep. Right, and that happens because you're not really focused. Right. Maybe you, you didn't have in. time to silence yourself before yeah. mass and. Sometimes something's happened at work. Yeah, or oh, you, sure. Someone's sick, or you yeah. lost a family member. Those difficult life situations. Yeah. But you know, that's really when we need to be at mass. Oh yeah. Even if we can't be as focused as we would hope, we remain faithful to being there because not every mass is going to be, you know, this mind-blowing, life-altering right. encounter. Right. Um, but we have to remain faithful. Now, I know in, nobody would ever say this about me, Lisa, but... <laughs> a boring homilist. Yeah, somebody, some of the homilists, uh, it could be like, wah, 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 yeah, wah. Yeah, really can. Or I can't hear them. I can't, oh, yeah. I can't understand them. Yeah. Um, they go too long. Right. Listen, people. The Lord will speak to you through anybody that gets up there because it is Christ himself who is who is preaching. And we're going to talk about that in a little, in a few episodes about the homily. Right, right. And that it's like a higher teaching than something. And I don't recall. It is it. actually, it's the highest form of teaching. Okay. Is the homily. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, over Bible studies and everything okay. else. Right. So, uh, I mean, the word of God is proclaimed and then explained or um, expounded upon. Um, and so Jesus, you know, we can all be listening to a homily and Jesus is speaking to all of us in one Different way. ways. Yeah. I, I've had people come up to me afterwards and they said, oh, you, you said this and that just really struck me in this way. And I'm like, oh, that's really great. And they walk away and I go, do you not even remember saying it? That's that wasn't my that's not what I was trying to get across. Oh, in the homily. interesting. Yeah. So the Lord will speak to us. You know, uh, mass is too long. Yeah. It's just, you know, is he really doing Eucharistic prayer one again? <laughs> you know, honestly, the more you listen to Eucharistic prayer one, I like it. The faster, well, it is. And it's not, it's only a few minutes fast, uh, takes a few more minutes, like two or three more minutes than anything else. Right. And I actually think it's better that if you do it more often, you get more familiar with it so it doesn't seem as long. Okay. And it is the oldest Eucharistic prayer yeah. in the church, which is very cool. Does not like the music. Right. Yeah. That can happen. Yep. Um, this one, I like this one, Lisa. My spouse made me. That used to be me, <laughs> right, a long time ago. Not a priority. Yeah. All right? Yeah. So when Jesus, when he was walking to Calvary, people didn't pay attention. Yeah. They continued on with what they're doing, maybe glancing up for a second, you know, wondering what was going on. Then they quickly returned to their life. The question is, Lisa, are we paying attention in Mass? Or do we glance up then return to the thoughts in our minds? Right. I mean, we need to give all of our focus so I think I think part of the question here, Lisa, is is how do we, how do we? I tell you what, why don't we save this for the next episode? Yeah, that sounds good. How do we overcome these obstacles, these obstacles yeah. uh, that might be distracting us? In yeah, I'm Deacon Dave. The light person, Lisa. See you next time. Bye.